you allow yourself to feel or to experience. You own your own emotions. You choose to be angry at, at somebody else's um, behavior. And you can either allow that to control you or you can control it. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for you alone, no one else is. Just like whoever is creating the environment for which you feel that anger is also responsible for themselves. Welcome everyone to podcast number 155, Renew Your Mind. With us today, we have Senior Pastor Paul Gruenberg, we have Associate Pastor Jeremy Teru, and we have our contemporary music leader, uh, Jordan Kettlewell, and myself, Dana Hall, as the moderator. And we are uh, on our last episode on the topic of anger. Well, it might be our last episode. It might. Yeah. We'll decide. But the what we'd like to uh, talk about today is the question is is to the to the group here is what do you, would you suggest I do if I'm angry with another person's actions? And when I ask that question, these actions of this person you're angry with happen over and over, you know, year after year. So how can, you know, what, what can we do if we have that type of person in our lives? Well, I think some of the things we've been talking about, humbling ourselves, uh, living a life of gratitude, those kinds of things that Paul tells us to put on um, are really, really important to do. And yet you've got somebody in your life that is creating uh, or stirring anger in you. And, and I guess one of the first questions I would ask is, is first of all, um, only, you, only you allow yourself, how do I say this? You allow yourself to feel or to experience. You own your own emotions. And this is going back to Neil Anderson. You choose to be angry. At, at somebody else's um, behavior. And you can either allow that to control you or you can control it. Mm -hmm. You're responsible for you alone. No one else is. Just like whoever is creating the environment for which you feel that anger is also responsible for themselves. And, you know, with uh, what Jordan said a few podcasts ago, it was when somebody called him the bipolar cop. <laughs> Funny as it sounds, I but remember it that one. And, yeah. and he said it was in jest, but it made him think. Mm -hmm. It made him think about his uh, his actions, the things that he was doing, and so that would be one aspect of uh, approaching somebody who constantly makes you angry. Why is it that you? you know, whatever that behavior is. Why is it, what is it that causes you to do this? Knowing in your own life that it creates or stirs up um, some feelings of which you then have to figure out what to do, creating frustration and stuff. And once, if you're seeking to understand another person, it's hard to be, it's hard to be angry with them. Maybe, maybe more angry with the circumstances. You know, I've dealt with couples who are getting divorced and as they share, I can hear both sides of the story and I don't know that they can 
because of where they're at at the moment in life. But when you can listen to how they got to where they're at, it helps in understanding. It helps from, a, I guess, a non-emotional standpoint, if you can keep your emotions out of it, why they got to where they're at. And oftentimes it's a set of things that people do that just irritate each other. So, I think that's pretty important, though, the non-emotional stance. Um, mm-hmm. Because typically, you know, when you get emotional, then you get angry. Yeah, and then you can't hear. Yeah. Well, let's you know, let's not forget. And I, we haven't mentioned in this podcast series yet um, on that that emotional reaction. Uh, we we have to take into consideration too that anger is a tremendously satisfying emotion. Mm. Um, almost like a drug. I've heard it referred to as anger is the devil's cocaine. Right. Oh. Um, it's an incredibly yeah. satisfying emotion. Not necessarily that it's good, but it satisfies a, a, a needed stimuli, right? So it's emotionally and mentally satisfying, which makes it cloud your judgment like a drug. Mm. You know, it's hard to have mm-hmm. a rational conversation and see clearly and listen clearly if your mind is altered by a drug. Right. The satisfaction of anger is no different. If you, when you're feeling that, I mean, I'm talking about that immediate bite, that hot anger. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is a it's it's an emotion that is clouding, and then you can't hear each other, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's something that's difficult, uh, really difficult to work through. Um, and I guess to your question, Dana, one thing that um, one thing that I want to mention is so there's there's a lot of long terms for for anger, uh, and every situation is different because we are infinitely unique, right? So it's it's hard to really address all of them. Um, but I got a bit of universal advice from my dad when I was really, really young. Um, and it wasn't even when I was angry at something. It was mm-hmm. when he was angry at something. And I was just like floored by his response. I didn't understand why he didn't lash out. You know, why why he didn't. I, I knew he was in the right. He knew he was in the right. I didn't get why he didn't push on. And, uh, you know, he told me it was really simple. Well, and he He told me, once you say or do a thing, that thing has been said or done. Mm-hmm. It can't mm-hmm. be undone. Yeah. You can't yeah. take it back. Right. You can apologize. You can be forgiven. But whatever damage was done in that moment when you react is done. Mm-hmm. That is it's so true. Yeah, yeah. and it's, <laughs> yeah. it can't be undone. And, you know, that stuck with me throughout my life, too. So when I get angry, like, I don't um, I don't like the count. You mentioned the count to 10 thing. I don't like the count to 10 mm-hmm. thing because, uh, to me, Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm still, I'm still furious. One thousand, one, one thousand. When it comes to just tailoring your behavior, mm-hmm. if you can get to that point where you just recognize that, like, what I want to say is going to satisfy me and hurt this person emotionally mm-hmm. and win the argument, mm-hmm. I need to think about that because that hurt that I caused can't be undone. Right. Mm. And I think that goes back to taking off and putting on Mm -hmm. that Paul talks about. But there's one other aspect that um, uh, as far as the question you ask is it's, it's about forgiving people. It's understanding that people are caught in sin and, and Jesus, Jesus calls us to forgive. Um, Peter, if you remember the story, Peter says to Jesus, how many times should I forgive? And, and really, three was the number, you know, in the Jewish 
<laughs> kind of uh, realm. Seven's a number of completion. Uh, Jesus says 70 times seven. That's 490 times. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but I think that was not a number yeah. to be yeah. specific, but that was a, he should have said every time. Right, he didn't yeah. mean that. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't tell Jesus what to say. Yeah, he, I'm sure yeah. he didn't mean that at number 491, okay, you're good to go, hold that grudge, hit keep, him with a hammer. Keep a log. You know? And, yeah. <laughs> Wait, some people do that, though. <laughs> like, yeah. But sometimes we find ourselves, I mean, honest, honest to goodness, <laughs> to forgive every time. That's a chore. It is that can chore. be a real chore. And then I think how Jesus and the God has constantly been forgiving me mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. everything that I do, for the things that I think or, or say or don't do or don't think or don't say, you know. How many times has God forgiven me? And it just blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be like Christ, right? So forgiveness, I mean, we can go back to the Lord's Prayer. Uh, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, kind of a worship time. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we're inviting God to lead, guide, and direct us. Uh, lead us not into temptation. No, what am I forgiving? Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And right there, Forgive us as we forgive those who trespass against us. We're asking yeah. God to forgive us. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do, isn't it? It's like starting the alphabet in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you know the prayer inside and out, but you try to do it in a different order. Yeah, <laughs> you know, trying to pick out something. It's like start, yeah. you know, it's like starting at the uh, P and mm-hmm. going on. So forgiveness is not an option. That's that's the bottom line. If we want to, if we want to be tight with God, and maybe that's a place in a lot of people's lives where we feel a little distance from God, distant from God, but that distance is created because we, we refuse to forgive. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, and I think it's really important to remember that you do have to constantly forgive because how many people do you talk to? Well, I've forgiven them X number of times. I've had it, never gonna talk to them again. Mm-hmm. But to keep on forgiving, that is tough and you, you have to do it. You got to give yourself a little space, I think, mm-hmm. sometimes too, because it might take you a little longer to forgive. But well, and I, I see, I, I kind of push back against that. Dana. Really? Yeah, because if we're going to base it on when I feel like it, oh, and I, I can't didn't tell mean, you. Yeah, I didn't mean it that way. I'm just saying sometimes you can't forgive right away. But what Not if you because, could? Yeah, that's a good point. What I think, if you could? I think you can. I'm actually, uh, I'm in agreement on that one. It's. I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but I think if you, you know, if you're if you're living like we talked in the last one, if you're living your life in that in that intersection of humility and gratitude, right? Um, I'm entitled to nothing. I deserve nothing. Mm-hmm. But God's given me everything, and I'm thankful for that. It's easier to live also in a constant state. Of forgiveness, a constant state of forgiveness is basically just living life, letting things roll off your back and not being offended. So if if you can, if you oh, you can that, be you can be offended, but you still need to forgive. Well, no, what I'm what I'm saying is though, I guess recognizing and this is maybe just personally for me, recognizing my own faults and where mm-hmm. I'm where I'm at makes it easier for me to have something happen that typically would 
maybe should offend me or would offend other people. Mm-hmm. And for me to see it as like, that was an unpleasant interaction. Okay. That, you mm-hmm. know, that's a flawed person, just like right. I'm a flawed person. That's, that's I guess, I, I don't know if there's a term for it. I would consider it flowing forgiveness, right? Not a formal, you've done this thing to me, pastor, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's it's a flowing forgiveness of just understanding other people. Like, oh, you barked at me. You must be having a bad day. That's okay. And I move on. And I don't get upset about it. It's right. it's a it's a constant flowing forgiveness, which is a is not easy. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's something deep, um, you know, in a deep relationship. And you also mentioned, Dana, like uh forgiven multiple times and you know, keep going back and forgive and go back and forgive and go back and forgive and go back and now I'm done. Um just because we forgive somebody and love them as we're supposed to mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean we have to subject ourselves to constant punishment. If, right. if they're not rectifying their behavior and changing anything, that doesn't mean that we're required to forgive. We're not required to continue to give into that, that addictive satisfaction of anger and keep going back to mm-hmm. that. And I think a lot of people do. So there are always um, expectations and standards one of the some of the di- most difficult times in a family's life is uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, when family comes together from wherever they've been. You know, brothers and sisters, parents get together, grandpas and grandmas, uh, and you get this group together, and somebody's going to say something that's just going to trigger something. You know, this is the water cooler. Don't talk about politics or religion. You know, in our family, my family, we've got eight kids, and we've got 19 grandchildren, and they're all adults. And so when we all get together with my parents, somebody's going to say something that triggers something mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Sure. And so one of, the, one of the things is setting expectations and saying, look, at this is, we're here to celebrate. We're not here to demean anyone's or demean their position. Unless you want to debate, take it out into another room or something like that. Like keep it good. But set expectations. And and there are consequences when you cross the line and recognize that. And if you're going to cross a line, then we may not see somebody from the family for a few celebrations because they're going to be offended. Now, it's not to walk on eggshells. It's just to set expectations and and remember that there are always consequences to everyone's um, behavior. And so forgiving in the moment alleviates us from building grudges, uh, becoming angry ourselves, which has been our theme, and allows us to move on. Um, I, I just love the analogy, as you were saying, a flow of forgiveness. I'm thinking that's the flow of the Holy Spirit. Uh, that's inviting the Holy Spirit to guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's the Holy Spirit who gives us the strength to say, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm not going to let this bother me. I'm going to put on humility. I'm going to uh, sing spiritual songs in my heart to God with gratitude in my heart to God. And forgiving, to address the other aspect, uh, forgiving is not necessarily the same as forgetting. Mm-mm. If you're going into uh, a place where you're going to get punched out every time you go in, 
just don't go in there. Yeah, anymore. it doesn't mean everything goes back to being the same. No, right? No, I mean, I know, but shouldn't you always try to forgive and, um, you know, pick up that relationship again? If you can, but there's two people in a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if the other person is constantly going to be poking the bear that's in you, so to speak, and you don't want that bear ever poked, and and maybe that's the thorn in your side, right, mm-hmm. uh, that Paul had, um, you just realize that's not a situation you're going to be in. Uh, and unless their behavior changes and I can't control mine, I'm not going to put myself in that behavior. And and that can go into things, and I think of um, aunts and uncles or cousins or some relation that just is a bear to be around, right? Yeah, if you think of maybe somebody's in an abusive relationship, okay, the, yeah, the person being there, abused... Yeah. Yeah. Needs to forgive the other person. Sure. But that doesn't mean you have to stay in that relationship, right? right? right. Those aren't the same thing. Yeah. Because it's equally uh, incumbent on the other person to yes. also change their yeah. behavior. To stop abusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. But that's not always going to happen at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a yeah. Um, couple other practical things are just thinking of. Dana, you were talking earlier about loving your enemies and praying for them. Pray mm-hmm. for those who persecute you. Um, I think if you, if you choose to pray for another person who's mm-hmm. made you angry, I found it's very hard to stay angry at them when you're praying for them. Mm-hmm. If, you yeah. can, if you can force yourself to start praying God's blessing over them and that they would know the Lord and, and good things over their life, you, a lot of times you'll see your anger dissipate mm-hmm. by That's, just praying for them. Yeah. 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 Even if they're other Christians? Uh, especially. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, no, yeah. yeah, I and I think that probably goes throughout all of our podcasts, you know, the praying part of it. <laughs> I mean, always have to do that to keep, okay. So why don't we just, uh, I'm just going to say a quick prayer okay. um, as we end. Uh, Lord, we're thankful for your word, for your presence in our lives, and for how you help us to take off things that are bad for us and to put on that which will help us to look more like Christ, not only in our own heart and in our own minds, but, Lord, to the world around us. And, Lord, as we seek to forgive others, Lord, remind us that we need to forgive ourselves as well. Uh, Lord, that when we have fallen short to forgive ourselves and to give that over to you, and, Lord, that your healing balm would uh, bring um, healing to those areas in our hearts, and minds. Lord, we ask that you would help us to be like Christ, that our anger would only be righteous uh, as it uh, comes alongside of what Jesus has taught. But Lord, that you would heal us of any um, wrongdoing. Uh, Lord, that as we look at our lives and we see that we've caused anger in somebody else to confess that, Uh, Lord, to uh, be completely yours in this moment uh, is our chief desire. So, Lord, be with those who um, are at that place where they're recognizing their anger and help lead them to a life of gratitude, a life of humility, a life of thankfulness, that they might experience more of your Holy Spirit 
as they give their lives more completely over to you. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. We really appreciate it. Um, We come to you from the First United Methodist Church uh, of Gaylord, Michigan. We're located at 215 South Center Street, Mm -hmm. and we have two Sunday services, uh, and we also have a Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. On Sunday, we have a traditional service at 9 a.m. and a contemporary at 1045 a.m. We'd love to have you join us in person. Um, If you can't make it in person, you can still view via YouTube and Facebook. And if you have any questions at all, feel free to Google our website and uh, or you could call us at 989-732-5380. Thanks, everyone.